Hey, I'm Jess. Hi, I'm Heidi. We have 30 years combined experience in the beauty industry that we want to share with you. We want to help you build a strong foundation for a better beauty business. Hey, everybody. Well, hello. It feels like forever. I know. We haven't done this in like two weeks, but I know we've been busy. I mean, we did do a live. Yes. Yes. I hope you guys caught it. Woot, woot. You know, it was... It was fun. Yeah, we did. We had a lot of fun with it. It was kind of cool. And we'd only been in masks for like you know, 10 hours. Yeah. Not a lot of oxygen. Nope. You know, it was Who rough. needs oxygen? Right? It's overrated. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Especially while you're working and right. talking. Exactly. Um, so today I think we're going to go into um, your mindset. Like what type of mindset you need to have to start your business. Um, and... Like we can go, like we can talk a little bit about our mindset because we had to change our mindset going back to work. Yes. Like we were out for six weeks and we decided, you know, okay, when we can open, we'll open. And so we did that. But there's, now there's just new hurdles. There's yes. new things we have to get past. And and they're frustrating. They're very frustrating. And they're, they're regulations that we have absolutely no control over. Right. Um, and then we have problem clients who people who are just like, well, if I have to do that, that I'm not coming. Right. And which is terrible, but, but that's their right. Yeah. It's their right. Now I do have clients who are like, I'm not comfortable. So I'll make my appointment when I feel more comfortable. And I'm like, that's totally fine. But you had a friend who was like, her client was like, if I have to wear a mask, oh, cancel yeah. all my appointments. Yeah. It's one of the girls I know and her sister does lashes and she said, she was told if she had to wear a mask, she refused and just to cancel everything. And she was a little thrown off by that, I'm sure. Well, and and we don't have a choice. It's not an option. No, we can lose our license yes. if we don't follow the governor and the health department's regulations in this. And our only regulations were... We had to have a sanita sanitation station. Right, which we do, and, and which we pretty much do anyways. The cleaning, we already do. Yeah, we already do all that. Um, the gloves were easy for me because I wear gloves for everything. It was a little harder for you to wear gloves all the time. Yeah. Because, like, sticking forms on isn't very not. easy. Oh, my God. And then we can't have a waiting area. We can't even offer people water out of our communal water tank. No, they have to wait outside. Yeah. And so we did set up an outside area, but it's Wyoming in May. So. And it was snowing one of the days. Yeah, one day it snowed, and it was just chilly and cloudy, and it rained one day. So And you know, the first week, everyone was amazing bringing masks and wearing them. Yeah. The second week, I, um, multiple people were like, oh, yeah, I forgot mine. So do you have something or mm -hmm. can I come in? I'm like, yes, we have. So we provided so that we didn't have to turn people away. But finding regular masks were hard. We did have to go with a cloth version. Yeah, we did. A, we just did bandanas. Yes, because so they, they just, just had to have a face covering. Mm -hmm. Wrap your face in that. And we did also um, take the initiative like a lot of other stylists and nail techs and anyone in this industry. Um, and we do have people sign a COVID release form mm -hmm. because that we are already seeing lawsuits in some other companies in other states. And, you know, none of us can chance that they sue us by choosing to come in. And if they have it and spread it and then someone catches it, though, we're so clean and we are following every regulation. And we are a place that never has more than five people in it anyways. Mm -hmm. But the mindset was kind of hard. That first week before we came back, there was a lot of panic. 
Well, and and even for me, like coming back and actually working and having things have to be different. Yes. Like having that mask on my face, it actually made my appointments longer. Yes. Because I was constantly uncomfortable and having to adjust things. Um, the gloves made things take longer because it took me longer to get forms on right. or <clears throat> to do like natural things that I normally do. And it took me longer because I was hindered by things. Right. And so, you know, I remember like after the very first full day that I worked, I went home and was like, this is stupid. Right. Right. I don't know that I want to do this. Right. And then my husband was like, well, but how much money did you make today? Exactly. And I was like, oh, well, you know, I'm a little, I made some. Right. And he's like, so you made money. So you don't think that you can just put up with that for a short period of time so that you can continue to make money? Right. And so um, I had to kind of switch my mindset and just be like, yes, it's very uncomfortable. Yes, I really hate it. But I have other things that I need to worry about. So well, I'm just going to think yeah. about those. And that's exactly what it comes down to is I was like, I'm so sorry. I can't let you wait in here. We have a note on the bathroom that people have to Lysol wipe everything they touch and mm-hmm. You know, we provide gloves and Lysol wipes and they're like, well, okay. They're like, but we understand. I think right now the biggest problem that we had with any of our clients was that they got angry that they had to wait outside. Yeah, a few of them were, and they'd say, well, I read the door and I'm like, okay, but you're inside. The door says, please wait outside. So that was very frustrating too, because, you know, to be like, but the door says wait outside and not get frustrated because if it was up to me, I'd let them sit on the couch. They're sitting by themselves. Yeah, I don't really care. But... It is not up to us and people have lost their license Mm -hmm. and I'm not going to lose my income. Mm -hmm. And so having that mindset where I also had to rethink and, you know, we're all confused. Everyone's a little confused. Everyone's kind of picking, you know, each state picks and chooses kind of their regulations. Each health department is picking. Well, the cosmetology boards are picking different things. It's a little nutty. Well, everybody is picking their own things. So when they get here, they're like, okay, what do I need to do? Mm -hmm. I'm like, uh, and they're like, I'm so sorry. I'm so confused. So that even takes time. Well, so, and so if you're working, if you are working, what I did was I came up with a basic text message yeah. that pretty much just said, these are the COVID-19 regulations. Right. Um, and I told them, I said, you need to bring a mask. And I haven't had, I've had just a couple people not bring a mask, right. but <clears throat> I said, you have to bring a mask. You have to, um, when you get here, text me, let me know that you got here, but I will text you and let you know when you can come in. So please wait in your car. Right. And when you come in, you need to first wash your hands. Then you can come and sit down at the table. Yes. And so by doing that, most of my clients, I don't think I had, I think I had one client who came in and wanted to sit and wait. Right. And she was very young. And yeah. so, and I just think that she, she doesn't pay attention to much. <laughs> But, um, well, I mean, she's like 16, so she's right. like, whatever. Right, and she's just like, I'm waiting inside for my mom. That's yeah, exactly. what I do. Yeah, and I was like, well, okay. So um, because I did that, um, I haven't had that many problems. And and I've had people who will text me and be like, do I really have to wear a mask? And I'm like, yes. Like, I didn't send it out and say, except for you. Right. So, you know, and I didn't have a lot. I had a, you know, but... I guess in our percentage wise, I, we probably had about the same because I saw a way more clients yeah, in a did. day. So when I had two or three who were like, what, what's happening? Well, you actually like the first day I was back, you had like every person that came in that day was like, 
I have to wait outside? Well, and that was the first week, though. That was only yeah. the fourth day. And I think people were just still confused. Now everybody's like, yeah, I have a mask. It's in my purse. Like, yeah. put it on. But that's a mindset that we, you know, because usually we run super smooth. Everyone knows that I run right on time. Heidi mm-hmm. runs on time. They come in. They might wait for five minutes. They can just be relaxed. Now it's a little more stressful for everybody. Mm-hmm. And we had to adjust that. Yeah. So... There, you know, as things, as time moves forward, your mindset, you have to be, you cannot be rigid. No, you have to be very flexible in how you think about things and how you relate to things, but you have to also just be very open. Yeah. Because things change, things happen. This COVID shutdown, we had no control over it. So I did, I went home the first day, I kind of had a little pouty pants party, took a big long nap and I... Woke up the next day and said, okay, enough of this. Mm-hmm. Now let's get moving. There's nothing I can do about it. Yep. Texted every single one of my clients because we were only shut down for two weeks initially. Mm-hmm. Texted all of them, said, hey, we're shut down. Please don't shave. Let's move on. And then they texted, you know, we got a new one that pushed it out to the 17th. So I texted everybody again. And then when they pushed us out again, I mm-hmm. said, forget it. Just I put it on Facebook and, you know, everybody moved. They watched the news. People knew enough. Yeah. But you had to... That second day, I went, okay, what are we going to do now? We have this time. Yep. And that's where, you know, Heidi and I decided to really work on this podcast. And we really are working on developing this class for you guys. And we painted and cleaned the shop. And, you know, we really utilized our time. But we had to change our mindset. We couldn't just go, well, this sucks. I'm not making any money. And I can't work. And it's not my fault. And I don't understand. And yeah, you can't. Why do I have to pay rent? And this is so stupid. We just went, okay, this is the situation. Yeah. Let's move. What can we do? What can we learn? What? Who can we be when this is over? Exactly. We have, you know, like you can't just stand still. No, no. Because like this whole time, like, so when I came back to work, I decided, you know, like we had talked and I had decided, you know, we had decided, you know, you should really sell retail again. Right. And I was like, eh. And then you're like, no, really, you should. And so I did. I, you know, so we got the stuff and I started selling retail again. And and it's not done too bad. No. And then uh, you convinced me to do online booking. Yes, she was very, very rigid in her beliefs of that she liked her book. I was. But. Well, and I'm still like, I'm still on the. It's going to take you a little bit to get used fancier. to it because you do feel like you're losing some control. Yeah. Of who and when people book, which. You do lose some of that control. So like maybe you have three or four of your really hard emotional people mm-hmm. on the same day. And yes, that's going to happen. But hopefully at some point, if you pre-book, then, mm-hmm. you know, you're not going to end up with that. But, you know, we are still growing and changing. So when you get out of school, you have to also have that open mindset. Okay, I'm done with school. Mm-hmm. Now on to the unknown. Right. But and yes, I know I'm good at sanitation. I learned how to do haircuts or I learned how to do nails. I learned how to wax, but I can be better. And where can I go to learn? Where can I be better? Yeah. So um, I think the biggest hurdle to being successful is your mindset. Oh, absolutely. If you are, if you, you know, if you come out of school and you're like, eh, whatever, you know, like I, I'm just going to go work in a, in a salon and blah, blah. And this is my life. Or I'll just do nails on the side while I feel, figure out what my real thing is. Yeah. Like then really you won't be successful. You're not going to make a lot of well, money. And you're going to be really tired and you're not really going to like it. No, not at all. No. But if your mindset is, you know what, I'm going all in. I I want this to be my life. I want to do this for a living. 
And I am going to come in every day, whether I have clients or not, right. and I'm going to be here and I'm going to practice and I'm going to yep. do what I need to do. Yep. And I'm going to learn and I'm going to take classes and I'm going to make really good money. Yep. And that, yes, I'm amazing at nails, but I could be better. Yeah. And I'm really great at waxing, but excuse me, I, um, you know, I've only been out six months or six weeks. Mm hmm knowing that people aren't just going to flock to your door because a lot of times when it comes to waxing, it's about time, sadly. Yeah. So you really, you know, still watch the videos, practice the technique so that when you do do those first few, you're so amazing. They're like, oh my gosh, I just went to this new guy or gal and they're amazing. Mm -hmm. You need to go see them. I know they're new, but oh my gosh, their energy is awesome. They're great. They make you feel so comfortable. Your mindset's going to get you there. If they walk in and you're like, Oh, 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 yeah! You're taking your pants off. Oh, yeah. oh, I don't, I don't wax the backside because that's just gross. You can't make people feel gross. Yeah, no. like if you're going to do waxing, you have to understand that they're body parts, mm -hmm. and your mindset also has to be that you are a professional. Yeah, and you're going to continue to learn. You know, with nails, you can't think pedicures are the most disgusting thing in the whole world and then tell people how gross their feet are. You can, but people won't come to you. If you <laughs> and if you think feet are that disgusting, then just don't do pedicures. Right. I mean, don't do something that makes you uncomfortable because everyone right. around you will know that you're uncomfortable. Right. And I and everyone, I, I can't even tell you, every single person that I have who comes in and gets a pedicure is like, oh, my feet are so terrible. Right. And I say to them every single time, I've seen worse. Right. Because I have. Right. Well, and, you know, you get out of school and it's going to be exciting and scary and, oh my gosh, but don't shut down. Don't go, I don't know where to find the answer, so I'm just going to shut down. Not in this world. We, no. have, we have too many places you can go. And it's overwhelming. And, I mean, we've talked about this a whole bunch, but that is what we're developing for you guys is a one-stop shop to really get all that basic business stuff situated in six weeks. To get you started. Yeah, just to put it in your head to start building some of that, the stuff that would generally you see takes about two years yeah. to kind of go, oh, I just tripped over that. Oh, I should have had a different bank account. Oh, I should have had insurance. Oh, I should have started a retirement. Oh, and then two years later and you have a $10,000 tax bill because yeah, you were amazing at what you did and you made all this money and people loved you, but you didn't realize you had to take oh, out shit. all this money. I have no way to pay that. And now I have to figure out, no, I owe, owe the IRS. And now every time I do a haircut, I'm like, oh my God, a, per, a portion of that is going to the taxes mm -hmm. plus the taxes. Cause you still have to pay taxes that year yep. and including the back taxes. Mm -hmm. So we want, we don't want you to get into a hole like that. We, we are, no. we're wanting to give you a leg up. And I think it's really important that you understand that, um, even if you think, you know, I'm just going to do this for a little while. You should always go into it like this is what you're doing. Yes. All, go all in. Really just go all in. If you are going to put the time and the energy into school, that's a lot. Well, There's a lot to put into school. Yeah. What happens when you get out of school and you're just like, meh. Right. And you're like. And then you decide, oh, I love this. Like, right. I don't want to find anything else. I love this. But you're two, three and, years in. Yeah. And, and, and now you're like, okay, so how do I make this more successful? Right. And so, you know, if you come out of school and you are just willing to be a sponge 
Yes. And soak up the, you know, the important information that you need. And go looking for it. Sometimes the information doesn't just come to you. That's true. Ask questions, you know, like you... Join groups, yeah. do whatever. We're not each other's competition. No. But... It, it, we really... And people should stop saying that. Right. But, but do watch where you put your energy. Mm-hmm. Because if you go in with, you know, a salon that has everyone's kind of drama and lots of everyone, oh, woe is me, mm-hmm. you're going to feel sucked down and you your mindset will change to match theirs. Yeah. So um, with your mindset, um, you constantly need to be checking with yourself. Like, how am I feeling? Right. Um, is this still working? Do I need to broaden something? Do I right. need to narrow something? So those are, you know... Those are really important things. Um, to, and always check in with yourself. You right. just should. Right. You just should. Because it, you, otherwise, if you don't start paying attention to yourself, and you fall apart in the end. And, and I've been there. And it's not cool. No. And we'll talk about that in another episode. Some <laughs> mental health and how to care for yourself there. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then you need to understand. So um, fear is oh. a huge hurdle. Oh, okay. for so many people. Everyone is like, I don't know how you did it. I'm so afraid. Right. Well, everyone's afraid. Yes. Everyone's afraid. And you'll of the never unknown. stop being afraid. People who are the most confident in the world are afraid of something. They just do it anyways. Yeah, and that's called courage. Oh. And so in order to combat your fear, you need to be courageous. Yeah. And so you need to understand, yeah, it's a scary thing, but this is where I want it to go, and I'm going to do it anyway. Right. And most of the scary stuff, once you kind of take that step, you're like, oh. It wasn't bad. That wasn't so bad. Yeah. And what's on the other side is so amazing mm-hmm. that it was worth stepping over that. Exactly. And, you know, because that's like, for example, my online booking, like I was, I'm, and I still am afraid right. that I am going to lose control or something is, you know, like people are going to start booking things and they're going to book the wrong things. And then I'm going to not have enough time when they come in for their appointment. And I'm, you know, and then I'm going to be like, where am I if everything's all muddled up? Right. Well, so, you know, that's my fear. But I decided, you know what? As long as I put really clear descriptions of each service, they should be able to figure out right. what they need to book for themselves. Well, and if they book a manicure but wanted a full set of acrylics, that's when you tell them, you booked a manicure and that is all I have time for. Right. And that's where, you know, setting some of those boundaries and pushing past some of that fear of having the conversations with your clients, which you will learn how to do with experience, but mm-hmm. also mentoring and watching how other people do it. Because it is scary to try to figure out, because if you were just working for a company, it's not as hard because you're not the main person. Right. The company's figured out how to do yeah. all of it. Well, but also the company is the bad guy yeah. where you're like, I'm just telling you because I can't have you do this. But when you're the main person, yeah. they're like, well, you're telling me this. Yeah. It's like when you go to raise your prices. Well, they're it's like, your business. Right. right. So like, you know, why but, are you doing that? You don't have to do that. Right. And but, you, it's just me. You don't have to do that. Right. Yeah. It's just me. It's just me. Or why are you raising your prices? What, you need a new pair of shoes? Like, well, no, people get raises and product goes up. And, and yeah, I've been wearing these shoes for 10 years and they are broken. I need yep. new shoes. Exactly. So you got to get past some of that fear too. Because I had a hard time when I raised prices for yeah. the first time. Mm-hmm. And I thought, what are people going to think? And actually, every single one of my clients was like, well, it's about time. Yeah. I thought, well, if you thought that, you could have just gave me more money. Right. But 
Yeah, but, <laughs> but I did that. I did that too. Like raising prices was a really high anxiety kind of thing. Oh. And it is for everybody, I think. In the long run. Well, you though, had people, you raised prices $2 and you had a couple people who were like really. Yeah. two, And it was $2 and they were mm. like, really, you're raising prices? And you're like, yeah, for the first time in five years and it's $2. Yeah. And so, um, but you can, like, so for, if you're just starting out, the really cool thing is, um, and I've done this um, a lot of times with uh, my pricing. So I have a set group of clients that I see all of the time. Right. Okay. And then I have room for more clients to come in. I'm not completely booked out. Right. So now uh, when a new client comes in, I charge them a new price. Right. You've grandfathered and, the others into and a And the other price. ones are grandfathered. Now, eventually, I will then kind of just scoot them up to the other price range slowly over time. Right. But I'm not just like saying, okay, well, I want $5 more now. So suck it up. Well, but yeah, I do. When I raise my prices, I let people know like in November, and I always raise prices January 1st. It just works better for me. I let them know for two full months, so that's usually two to three appointments, that I will be raising prices on this. So they are fully prepared, and if they choose to not come back, they have time. Well, and I always write a letter. Like when I yes. raised my prices, I wrote a letter. I was yep. like, this is the letter. This is why I'm raising my prices. You know, um, but if you're really, really having a hard time and you're not completely full, right? a good way to do it is to just slowly move your other people up to that right. price, but new people that come in have to pay the new price. Right. But don't be afraid of it because money is just energy, really. And they are giving, they are, they're giving you money for your talents and services. So you have to push past that fear. Yeah. Because there is no way for you to have a business if you can't push past the money fear. Right. And you have to believe that, that you're charging what you're worth. Yes. And you have to charge what you're worth. But Within reason. Within reason. You can't be like, well, I'm so amazing. And yes, you probably are, but you can't charge $500 for a pedicure. Yeah, no. Not in Unless you're places. doing like a celebrity pedicure, but I'm going to tell you, they're not even going to pay that for that. No. Well, some places might. Mm. But I think it depends on the spa and, you know, there's just, uh, there's always circumstances Unless that things happen. dipping my feet in gold. I'm well, not paying $500 for a pedicure. I don't care how much money I make. <laughs> <laughs> And maybe oh. that's just because I know exactly what goes into a pedicure. Well, true, true. Um, <laughs> they literally would have to be dipping me in like gold. Right. Well, so, yeah, it's more about mindset. What do you think? Like when you're starting, what what's the probably the most important thing when you're really, when you're first starting, you know, you go, you walk in your salon that you're working at or if you're, you know, in your booth running or you're working for someone no matter how good you are, you probably are a little intimidated. Yeah. Just walking into all these working professionals and all of a sudden you're like, <gasps> yeah. oh my gosh, I'm am I as it. good? Am I not as good? Am I going to screw up? Are these people going to watch me screw up? I have to be my best. I'm the new girl. What's going to happen? Exactly. Are these people going to like me? Mm -hmm. And so you have to also put yourself in a mindset that you don't shut down. Yep. That you don't go, well, I'm already better than all of these people. I got this and then never ask for help. You've just ousted yourself and well, you've done yourself a disservice. And if you, and if you're truly going in with an open mindset, yeah, then you won't be that way. No. And you'll go in and be willing to learn and actually just people will give more freely to you anyways, the mm -hmm. information. So if mm -hmm. you're asking, Hey, how do you do this? 
when you go in with more of an open energy and mindset, people already are more receptive to you. Right. People can tell whether or not you're going to be somebody that they're going to want to share things with. Yes. So that's important. Um, You know, I think for mindset, I think we've covered it. Yeah. Like, and I really, you know, like I think mindset is a huge thing. But as we go through like all of the other things um, right. that that come along with starting a business, you'll understand that your mindset changes with each new revolution of right. ever, that w- that's going on. Like your mindset, so you can have your main mindset, which is I'm going to be successful and I'm going to do this. But then you're going to have all these mini mindsets, right. like uh, about each different little thing that you're doing, right. with your business, right. You know, because I don't love social media. Don't nope. love doing it at all. But, you know, my mindset is I have to do it. Yep. It has to be done for this to be successful. Yep. I really dislike it. It actually is the bane of my existence. I really dislike it that much. But I sit down, I do it. And I'm like, nope, it's going to look good. This is going to be amazing because if it looks bad, it's all on me. Yeah. And I don't want any part of that. No. So we really have to remember Whatever you're going into, even if you're frustrated, go into it with it. Well, I'll learn something out of this. Yes, this kind of is like this kind of sucks, but I'm going to learn something out of it and I will be a better person because of it. Yeah. So we just have to push through on some of the negative parts of it and mm-hmm. not let that be our mindset. Well, in your negativity, it's not even just pushing through. You need to see the other side. Yes. So you can think about the negative side like, oh, because we've done that. We were like, oh, well, you know, these people, like these certain people are, are not going to be interested and these people aren't going to be interested and blah, 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 and blah. And we didn't realize. We didn't realize we were being so negative about it. And they're like, well, what if they are interested? Yeah. And we went. And you just decided that oh. they're not going to be interested. Right. And I'm like, oh, he's like, because you don't really know if they're going to be interested. Right. Right. And, you know, that's where... Even as we continue to grow, we've both started getting some coaching and different things now that we're at this new place starting this new business. Mm -hmm. We needed help. And so we looked for it because our mindset was, yes, this is going to be awesome. This is so great. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. we really want to do it. But the mechanics of it were like, oh, my God, I don't know how. Right. It's the how to do it. Yes. And most people get stuck on mechanics anyways, and you can usually find help. Right. But so we found help and we're still learning. I mean, you guys are listening our lives. We can't figure out how to put the music on and, (laughs) you know, there's, and sometimes we forget to plug in the mic all the way. So we might sound like one of us is really far away. Right. You know, though we, like I said, we have a great podcast guy who seems to fix all that. Yeah. He's pretty cool. So really you guys just remember, be optimistic, be positive, because you are getting into the coolest, most amazing industry pretty and much an, in it, the world. Right. It's an industry that you can be in for Ever. a very long time, and it is constantly changing. Well, and, and you, you don't get have to, to do new things all the time. You don't have to go in and go, I'm only going to be a nail tech or I'm only going to be an esthetician. You could then be like, well, I'm going to go work for a skincare company. Oh, mm-hmm. my gosh, I'm going to start working with chemists and make my own line, and mm-hmm. I'm going to do this, and I'm going to run this, and I may be the CEO of the company because I worked my way up. You, there's so many places to go in this. Yeah. It really comes down to though, what your mindset is about it. If mm-hmm. you go in going, I'm just a nail tech, whatever. Yeah. And you just, whatever, I'm just going to do this forever and do nails. Well, but you refuse to grow. Your clientele is not going to grow. You're probably not going to make a shit ton of money. And, and, but, uh, and to be honest and, and being honest with yourself, you're going to be bored. 
Yeah. Oh my gosh. Especially if you're in an artistic field. Yeah. Artists are not, they don't sit well. No. And you are always wanting to grow and learn. And, and really in this industry too, if you choose to be negative and don't want to learn anything else, you'll be left behind really fast. Well, you become stagnant and then people are just like, ugh. They want the next best thing. So why can't that be you? Right. They're going to go find somebody who will do that for them if you won't. Or, yeah. You know, you just got to go. So keep moving. I think mostly, you know, what what to get out of today's podcast is that you go in with an open mind. Yes. And an open heart. And you find a mindset that that you, you know, where you have decided exactly what you're going to do and you're going to do it no matter what. Yes. And then you push past everything you're afraid of. Right. You just keep pushing until you get there. Because generally, once you push through it, on the other side, it's always better. It is. And it's beautiful and it's wonderful and it's everything you hoped it could be. Mm-hmm. And you'll be so successful both financially and personally. Yeah. I mean, I know stylists who make half a million dollars a year. Mm-hmm. And that's not even in big towns. No. You know, so, and they're not even charging thousands and thousands. They're just so good. They're always booked. Right. And they have figured out how to keep themselves relevant. Yes. And how to keep themselves happy. They're the person, they're like, I love going to see that person. Right. They People feel good going in to see them. Because people come in our salon or in our shop all the time and they're like, I love coming in here. It's so calming and peaceful. And, you know, you guys are funny. And we, because we think we're funny. We are funny. We are funny. We're funny. But they love coming in here because they're like, it's just so peaceful. And mm-hmm. that's what we want. And yeah. that's how we want people to feel about it. And we're pretty peaceful. Well, and yes, we all have our drama days oh, and yes. things that happen. Life happens. You don't have to bop around like you, you know. Bob are, Ross. Yeah. Not all day long. You do not have to be like that. Put a little happy tree here. And yes, you don't tree. have to do that all the time. <laughs> no. But if you guys can really go into this with like a really open mindset, you will be amazed at what you can accomplish because we know that the next generation of all of you coming through here are going to be amazing. Yeah. You just have to want this more than anything in the world because there is a lot of competition. Yeah. And there are people who don't love it, and but they could push you out because they have a little better business sense or a little better and just don't say well I don't know how to do that go figure it out and know that if you were smart enough to get through beauty school you're smart enough to get through anything yeah and if you can't do it you hire it that's what makes you You smart or you find someone who's willing to share that information with you so that you can do it which is a lot of what we've done yes because I hate accounting Mm. I keep my books but I don't want to do my taxes nope so I hired an amazing accountant because I don't want to do it. Yeah. And exactly. it stresses me out and I'm not good at it. Right. So when I get to tax season now, I'm like, oh, tax season. It doesn't stress me out. I no. know my, you know, I'm real light and airy about it. I'm like, my taxes. Okay, go ahead and do it. Let me write mm-hmm. you a check. We're done. Yep. So, you know, I think that you have to be very fluid. Yes. And you have to really, you know, be open and honest with yourself about exactly what you want to do and where you want to go. You need to look at your life in a year, in five years, in 10 years, in 20 years. Where do you want to be at all of those stations of your life? Where do you want to be? Do you still want to be where you were? Like in 10 years, do you want to be where you are now? Yes, exactly. Probably not. Well, you know, 15 years ago, we started this 
And oh, I had, and really, truly, I, I knew I wanted to do nails forever, and I knew I would get better at it, and right. I've gotten better at it, and you know, like I knew that eventually I wanted to teach, right? But I didn't actually have like a super clear uh, vision, clear vision yes. of what I was going to do. So um, then working with Jess, coming in and working together, the two of us together. Our vision became very, very yeah, clear. We were able to find something that we both wanted to do, that we knew we could do, that we right. knew we'd be good at. And and we were just like, you know what? We're doing this. Yep. And, and some days are hard. Yeah. But some days, you know, and one of us might have to push the other and be like, okay, let's move. But generally, you know, our, we have learned to keep our mindset really pretty open, but really generally up on the real high end mm -hmm. of energy. Yeah. So you have to be fairly high energy and you need to understand like, you know, if, if it doesn't work out, you push through that and you move well, forward. You Learn. know, if you look at anybody's line of success, so it's not a straight line, nope. there's some ups, there's some downs, there's some turns, you know, the goal will probably be the same, mm -hmm. but how you get there is really the big adventure. Yep. If one, so, if one thing didn't work, just move to the next. So enjoy it. Enjoy all of it. There's so much out there. And, you know, we'll still be here for you. Yeah. And actually, like we said before, we hope you outgrow us. Yeah. We hope you get so successful, you're on to the next person and the next and the next. And, you know, and we just want to help you build that really solid foundation. Right. So that you can build the next block and the next and the next. And all of a sudden you're standing on the moon and that's mm -hmm. really amazing. Yeah. And you're making that half a million dollars. Exactly. So, but, you know, that's all up to you. It on is. what you're willing to absorb and what you're willing to put forth. Well, and then, and you need to, I think like the last thing that I think is really important to understand is that it's an emotional journey. Oh, yes. Okay. So I know you're starting a business and people are going to be like, oh, well, you have to be business minded and you have to do this and this and this. I don't care what you are doing. I don't care what kind of business you own. It is an emotional thing. Yes. And because we're in a service industry, it's twice as emotional because we don't just deal with our emotional baggage. Right. We're dealing with everyone else's emotional baggage too. Well, and you are an entrepreneur and there is a lot of loneliness that comes with that because you are building a lot by yourself. Yes. But remember, you're in a sea full of entrepreneurs that you guys could actually work together. Like Heidi and I do not share a business. No. Other than this one, our other businesses are separate, but yet we work together to make our each of our business businesses better. Yeah. So remember that though you're an entrepreneur and you're doing everything by yourself, surround yourself with like-minded people and you will all be risen up. Exactly. And you know, like, and that's just, that's what being in a, in a group or in a mastermind to type group right. is all about. And that's what our whole industry is. Mm -hmm. So lift each other up. And if you, you know, are start, you're going to break down. You're going to have days where you just cry because some days are just hard. Yeah. Don't let that define the rest of your career. Right. Break down and then take a shower and shake it off and, and then move get on up the next morning yep. and be like, okay, let's start this over. Yep. And you guys are going to do amazing. And we will talk to you next time. 